Well, hey kids, it's that time again for Inspirato Projecto with your host, Kirk Glendennon. Yeah! What you just heard there was my buddy John Garside. I've known him, I don't know how many years now. Jeez, almost as longer than 15, I think. We worked together on Max Neptune. He did the voice you just heard. He also has a series... Okay, so we worked on Max Neptune and Menacing Squid, a retro sci-fi. Which, by the way, I've got to say, you know, he... i got to commend him on his courage, because uh, he set out to want to make this retro sci-fi that was inspired by the old serials like Flash Gordon and Commando Cody and make it as if those guys back then had the technology we do today. So many folks were going, ah, oh, why are you gonna why are you gonna do that? Why are you gonna try to make a, a retro sci-fi film? Just do something easy. Just, you know, shoot something in um, in a in an apartment, one location, couple of people, rom com, do do that. Make it real simple, real easy. And he goes, No, I want to make a science fiction film. So we used a lot of green screens. And it was like a dream come true. When I was a little kid and I saw those behind the scenes of the X-Wing fighter um, flying, um, and then also with the Millennium Falcon, and they're all in there and they're looking out, and it's just a blue screen. It was tricky trying to wrap my brain around that. So ever since a little kid, I always just imagined, you know, I'd imagine, okay, you know what? Someday I'm going to fly a rocket ship. I'm going to know how to do it. And after enough times... Uh, of of just you know just of just living out here just you know deciding to just work on student films through USC I wanted to work with tomorrow's Spielbergs and George Lucases and work with these guys and sure enough I you know I worked with these guys I I um, built up a couple of you know some stuff I did and there were trailers for it and stuff so when it came time for Max Neptune that was back in MySpace days that he uh, John Garside found me. He was looking for people who might be interested. I don't know exactly how, what kind of keywords he put in to, to, to lead him to me. Uh, that would be interesting to hear his side of the story. And he found me and he said, hey, you know, would you like to be in this movie? And here's an example. And he sent me a sample of what Colin Fleming did. It was a 30-second example. And I said, oh, my God, I've always wanted to be in something like that where I have to act against something that's just not there. And I went out there, I drove out there, I auditioned, I had such a blast, they had a part of the cockpit of the X-1 already built, and uh, so basically we shot it over the, you know, through weekends, over the course of probably a year and a half, maybe two years, and then the rest of that time, it's probably five years, four years, of he and Colin just doing their due diligence and editing it, uh, rotoscoping things, uh, adding the visual effects, they had about eight different computers together. They bought these computers uh, on um, for pretty ex- inexpensive, I suppose, at the time. They had about eight computers. They put it together, made what they called a render farm. So all these brains were working together as one, rendering things, things that would, like 20 seconds, it would take them eight hours, nine hours to render this thing. So there's a lot of stuff to put together. They were going to their day jobs, coming home, 
and then working on their night jobs, which was the movie. And so they did that for, you know, for an extended period of time. And then all of a sudden, bam, here, here it was. They finished it, out it went. And, and since then, John has picked up making uh, Forgotten Tales, which is all about, which started in just the, in the Whittier region and investigating, you know, what's going on up, up around in my area. And he sort of is becoming, I mean, it's awesome. He worked on Marty's Corner, which was a TV show. He uh, directed that for many years. And then he went on to make Forgotten Tales. And that's, he's like the Indiana Jones of his area. He's learning all about the history there. He's bringing up these stories that uh, all these people are just crazy about it. They're inviting him to come out to lecture places. So that goes, that goes for you too. I hope if you're listening to this, um, he only charges $500. He's gotten so many, so many offers now he now has to charge to make it you know to make it um to go to drive out to these places to help provide for his family and stuff there have been times where this family has had to sit in the car waiting in there for like two or three hours while he was in there and they're waiting you know and he's he's waiting for for the people to have him put up his uh uh put up his 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 episodes and then talk about it because he does Q and A's. It's just amazing. He's, he's brought out so much. So now, you know, there's value in this and a lot of these places, you know, if they, if they really find value in, in the stories that he's telling, they will pay for it. Who's, you know, why not charge five bucks to get into a, to hear something like that? People will pay it five bucks. My gosh, that's not much, you know, so they can pay him and, and then charge money. I mean, that's just what I'm thinking. Really, he's just charging 150, but I, I think he's, he's worth even more than 500. I think thousands of dollars. So hire him for your event. It's worth it. He's got a lot of stories, a lot of stuff that can't even make it into the movies because he just doesn't have time. There's just no way to power pack all of this extra stuff. If all of those extra little things are even stories just in themselves a lot of times. He, he is going off, he's finding pieces of airplanes. He's finding, look at through microfiche. I mean, he's being given the keys to the city. Uh, this guy, he's, he's, uh, police officers are using his videos to help train other police officers. His stuff is featured in the colleges, in the high schools. He's becoming sort of, I mean, in an extra level, in addition to what Hewell Hauser was doing, he's adding extra levels to that. He's bringing communities together. People are recognizing him as he's stopping at local burger joints. And people are like, oh, my gosh, it's you. Or Starbucks. They're recognizing him from his videos. It's awesome to be recognized for, you know, telling, telling the tale, the long-lost tale of someone's grandfather, someone's dad. Someone's uncle, and they go, oh my gosh, I got all these, you know, Uncle J Uncle uh, Kevin had all this stuff in his, uh, that's what happened for the, uh, for the Electrodome. Relatives came out, and they go, oh my gosh, that's what my grandpa did? Oh my gosh, we had, saw all these old photos, we have all these old photos uh, in the closet, and it never had any sort of frame of reference as to what these 
photos were about or anything. And now you're telling the story and I see those photos and it's grandpa and he's in those. Oh my God. Now they're, some of these people are coming out of the woodwork. It's crazy. It's amazing. So anyway, please check out Forgotten Tales podcast. If you like podcasts, please check out Forgot- Forgotten Tales. It's it's amazing. This guy really, really gets to the bottom of the story. And if he doesn't get to the bottom of the story, he gets as close as he can. This guy isn't just talking hearsay here. I mean, he's going deep into the archives. He's talking to living relatives who then provide him with even more stories and more information. It's crazy. He's like a detective. He's a historical detective. Detective of history. It's astounding. It's astounding. If anybody deserves a time machine, it's him. So please check out Forgotten Tales. Check it out on YouTube as well. I had the good fortune of being a young a young and an old, at the end of his life, William Workman. Wonderful story there. Check out the check out the story of Turnbull Canyon Road. Check that out. It's great. Josh, my brother Josh, had the opportunity of, of playing the guy who steals my well, I'm not, well, it's historical, but steals my farm, steals my all my land. So, oh man, I got to shoot a cannon. I got to yell fire while a cannon, a real life cannon, was being shot. That was crazy, huh? Battle of Providencia. Check that out. The Battle of Providencia. I'm so proud, so proud of John Garside. So yeah, check out Forgotten Tales. And there'll be more later on its Prado Projecto. Hey, Inspirado, this is Connor just calling to let you know that we had uh, published your story as a draft, or we saved it as a draft, so it didn't get published. But we uh, are going to be putting your intro at the beginning of our episode that's coming out tomorrow, so you can listen forward to that. Thanks so much for getting in touch with us again. Uh, Feel free to stay in touch. All right, have a good one. Welcome back. Uh, and where did you go? To a comedy show. Who did you see? Who was playing? Uh, I don't remember their names. A bunch of guys. So they, they must have really impressed you. <laughs> What's one of the jokes? Good. I just couldn't remember. What's one of the jokes you remember? Uh, they're kind of dirty. I can't remember. Repeat them. What if you repeat them in the in a, in a G-rated fashion? Substitute certain words for other words. Ready? Uh, and action. a month or something. He's like, all right, I'll take it. And the lady's like, but I have to tell you something. Uh, there, there was a guy who used to live here and he, he was a heroin addict and he died. He overdosed and died. And the guy's kind of like, 
oh, okay. He's like, well, is there uh, on-site laundry in this facility? Or <laughs> He didn't even care. He was just happy that it was the building was so cheap. <laughs> so is there on-site uh, laundry? And, and then he selling? told his girlfriend about the place, and the, and the girlfriend's like, I can't believe you would get a place where the guy died, and he OD'd in this apartment. And he's like, uh, he's like, so what? He's like, what is he going to do? He's, he's like the most chill ghost if he did come back. Oh, you know? like, he's going to sit on the couch and we're going to hang out and like, play video games and stuff. Oh, like, it's not like he'd be a scary ghost, you know? That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> oh, my God. big fan of the uh, Inspirato Projecto and uh, I just want to say thanks and uh, you know keep up uh, keep up what you're doing you know um, you know that's that's it um, that's all that's all thank you thanks had this idea for maybe he's a superhero maybe he ha he adopts the name Imaginor the Imaginor um, the things that you see he, he can imagine he can just imagine stuff and you see it start 
like if you were to see it like a special effect, you'd start seeing the, the backgrounds or the foregrounds or whatnot, whatever. He was imagining you could start seeing it transform and came of, you know, shape shift and it's all coming from his brain. Maybe, maybe he's got a crystal on his forehead and it enhances his third eye. Maybe it's a helmet that he puts on. Um, well, maybe he's got a crystal on his forehead and on top of that he takes a helmet and the helmet has that crystal and it just amplifies it and goes and it, lock, and it clicks in there and then he just imagines it so he can imagine his reality to become anything you know anything fantasy oriented it's kind of like having virtual reality yet it's right coming right out of your brains and so people because of his powerful imagination they actually get caught up in it and they sort of unwillingly maybe they uh, start unwillingly become parts of that imagination so he I'm imagining he's almost kind of like the scarecrow like in that one Batman movie where he kind of sort of start hallucinating but really this is his imagination is is just so powerful maybe that's what it is is that people start tuning into it it's such a strong signal people start tuning into that imagination stepping into it able to peer into that same lucid concoction hello there ladies and gentlemen I am Orson Welles and these are your 100 benefits of ozone therapy. One, improved circulation. Two, cell energizer. Three, vitality booster. Four, immune enhancer. Five, skin purifier. Seven, oxygenates hemoglobin. Seven, neutralizes acid. Eight, liver cleanser. Nine, kills parasites. 10. Combats chronic fatigue syndrome. 11. Corrects dizziness. 12. Blood purifier. 13. Relieves muscle aches. 14. Builds muscle. 15. Combats depression. 16. Neutralizes stomach acid. 17. Overcomes weakness. 18. Corrects memory loss. 19. Enhances immune system. 20. Fights bronchial problems. 21. Prevents tumors. 22. Decomposes plague. 23. Increases cellular vitality. 24. Boosts energy. 
25. Fights flu. 26. Releases tension. 27. Burns fat. 28. Protects against stroke. 29. Kills virus. 30. Blood booster. 31. Speeds healing. 32. Improves digestion. 33. Clears out brain fog. 34. Cleans mucus. 35. Kills candida. 36. Improves heart function. 37. Fights infection. 38. Prevents sudden heart attack. 39. Kills bacteria. 40. Relieves angina. 41. Heightens alertness. 42. Prevents colds. 43. Stops cancer cells. 44. Neutralizes chronic hostility. 45. Calms nerves. 46. Speeds recovery. 47. Oxidizes poisons. 48. Breaks up cholesterol. 49. Eliminates lactic acid. 50. Speeds athletic recovery. 51. Improves mental quickness. 52. Strengthens immune system. 53. Improves vitamin uptake. 54. Kills candida. 55. Improves mineral absorption. 56. Destroys harmful microorganisms. 57. Oxidizes morbific material. 58. Balances acid alkaline. 59. Decreases stress. 60. Improves amino acid utilization. Let's read that again, ladies and gentlemen. 60. Improves amino acid utilization. 61. Improves brain function. 62. Oxygenates pancreas. 63. Kills bad colon bacteria. 64. Ignites carbohydrates. 65. Helps supplements to work better. 66. Burns off excess sugar. 67. Enhances mood. 68. Purifies liver. 69. Oxygenates the spleen. 70. Improves mental stability. 71. Speeds up faulty metabolism. 72. Clears out dirty fluids. 73. Detoxifies the lymph system. 74. Prevents degenerate diseases. 75. Prevents premature aging. 76. Prevents irregular heartbeat. 77. Prevents gangrene. 78. Prevents peripheral vascular disease. 79. Fights herpes. 80. Kills worms. 81. Fights emphysema. 82. Prevents angina pain. 83. Prevents shingles. 84. Prevents fever blister. 85. Prevents asthma. 76. Prevents Lyme disease. 87. Fights parasitic infection. 88. Fights fibromyalgia. 89. Prevents Epstein-Barr. 90. Prevents cluster headaches. 91. Prevents cardiac arrhythmias. 92. Disperses heavy metal toxicity. 
73. Prevents allergies. 94. Neutralizes environmental toxicity. 95. Prevents Alzheimer's. 96. Prevents constipation. 97. Prevents nerve-related diseases. 98. Prevents gastrointestinal disorders. 99. Prevents MS. One hundred detoxifies every cell in the body. Drink your ozonated water. to take your own picture. Professor Butts goes over Niagara Falls in a collapsible ash can and hits upon an idea for a simple way to take your own picture <coughs> wiggle big toe pulling string and raising hook which releases spring and causes hammer to strike platform and catapult small person to trapeze. Weight of small person causes bar to tilt and pull cord which upsets pitcher of syrup. Syrup drips on camera bulb Attracting hungry fly, which swoops down, allowing weighted end of bar to lift screen, which has been shutting off vision of mouse. Mouse sees cheese and jumps, trap, snaps, causing swatter. to swat fly, thereby squeezing bulb and taking picture. If picture is no good, don't blame it on invention. It's the way you look. By Rube Goldberg. And associates.